This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. Guys, this is your warning. We do swear occasionally. Every now and then we'll say the word. Sometimes. Sometimes. And even maybe. But don't let that put you off. We're nice people. We beep them out. So your kids can listen. (laughs) Enjoy. And cross strikes in the first over. It's what England were looking for. Partly balls down the track, comes scoring this time, chicken eggs. It's either six or out, it's six. Welcome back to No Balls of Cricket Podcast with me, Kate Cross, and you, Alex Hartley, in what looks a little bit like a shirt that my dad might wear. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. It's a dress, actually. It's oh, a, okay. One of those dress shirts, but it's very golfy, isn't it? Very golfy. Like very I'm... um, like just got off the yacht and just going. Yes, for I feel very Lauren Winfield. Very Lauren Winfield Hill. Yes. <laughs> yes, I feel like just pass me my. Umbrero, whatever they're called, those long brim hats. A sombrero? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are those wide brim hats called? Um, not a som- Well, a sombrero is a wide brimmed hat, but I, well, I don't Well, I said think- umbrero. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right, this is trifle gate all over again. I'm going to try and work out what you mean. An umbrero <laughs> hat. <laughs> is it a fedora? Are you thinking of a fedora? Yes, yes. They're the long, they're the round, stiff hats, aren't they? Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll say you mean, yeah, you mean that. I don't know. <laughs> what a start. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Uh, in fact, last time we did an episode, I was in quarantine. Yes. Yeah, we've got a bit of filling in to do, haven't we? I, I actually feel like I've barely spoke to you in the last week as well, because you've been off gallivanting since getting out. Yeah, I've been, I've been quite lonely. I've not spoke to you or anyone else in the camp, actually. It's just been me and Henry swanning around. Nice. Did you have some... Well, how was quarantine? Let's start there. I found it a lot tougher than I thought I would. Have we spoken about this? Not sure. Well, I remember you saying that you want... Well, you're glad you did it because you now appreciate what teams yes. around the world have had, like, kind of been having to do. I, like I feel like we I do speak about this a lot, but like you see so many people pulling out of like cricket tournaments now, don't you? Because of more bubble life, like Jason Roy being the latest victim of it. But it's got to end <laughs> soon, hasn't it? Got to, it's got to. But yeah, I'm good. I'm out. I'm free. Um, I'm currently just sat in my room because it's podcast recording day. It is podcast recording day. We forgot a little bit about it. We had to remind each other this morning. Whoops. I I texted this morning like, babe, we need to do the podcast. It just so, kind of floats into you. You don't have weeks when you're on tour. Do you? you don't have days. You have like moments. So you know it's training day. You know it's travel day, or you know it's game day. For you, I'm guessing similar, but without the training. Yeah, although not with the training. As in, you don't have a media training day. No, I just have to go and get through my overs somewhere on the beach or something delightful. No, but a commentator isn't thinking. I've got a training day. I've got a media. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, forget, so forget you a cricketer for a minute. 
Oh, okay, yeah. So Stefan was saying today he's only now got one day or two days off work before he goes home from the World Cup because if you count the day before a game with all the press conferences where you've got to work and write your articles and then the game day um, and then obviously post-game day writing and I said, luckily for me, I've just got game days. (laughs) You just need, well, you've got homework days, I guess. We can add homework days into it. Yeah. Maybe they're your training days, homework days. Yes, yes. Nice. Um, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. We've just arrived in Hamilton, which is where we play the first game of the World Cup. So it all definitely feels a lot more real now since we've been in Christchurch playing some warm-up games and it's like World Cup bug has kind of hit the group now. Yeah, I we're driving to Hamilton, not tomorrow the day after, to come and watch. I didn't realise we weren't staying there, so we're staying in Mount Manganui and then just going to travel. Um so I don't actually get to proper catch up with you until you're here in the Mount. We have two games in the Mount, though, don't we? Yes. And also, did you know, Manganui, Mount Manganui, translates to mountain. So it's called Mount Mountain. Nice little bit of information. Don't know how useful that is, but a little bit of information for everyone to start your day off that's, or end your day. That's how my homework's going. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that. Um, Mount Manganui, when we have two games there, is like the last time that we're in one place for more than three days, I think. Now it's literally going to be non-stop. You get to a hotel room, you go to sleep, you play a game of cricket, you get to the next hotel room. It's going to be crazy from now. Are you ready? I think I am. I Yeah, it's weird because I've, I've never experienced this before. So I'm only kind of likening it to franchise cricket now, where you literally travel around and play different teams, so like the 100 or the Big Bash, whatever. Um, but I think I'm ready. I don't know. Yeah. I was slightly concerned yesterday and texted another member of your staff saying, is Crossy all right? Because I texted you saying, did you bowl well? You just said, okay, thanks. So I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Did it go really wrong? Has it gone really right? And she's panicking that it's too good. And then I just got a message saying she's probably just catching up on her phone post game. I was like, okay, don't overthink. She's all oh, right. No, well, you said, did you bowl all right? I was like, yeah, all right. Like it wasn't, I didn't bowl well, I didn't bowl badly. It was just like a, an okay day. Yeah. You get everything out of the warm games that you needed? I think we did. Um, I say we, obviously, as a team, because it's the first time we've played cricket since the Ashes. So... I feel like the Bangladesh game was the perfect first run out for us. Like we got 300 plus on the board. Someone scored 100. We had loads of big partnerships. All the batters got time in the middle. And then the bowling unit were able to have long spells, you know, get into some rhythm. So it, it, it that felt like the perfect game. And then we, you know, without sounding arrogant, we kind of blew South Africa out of the water yesterday. Anya and Catherine just bowled so well up front. And that was their yeah. first game because they didn't play against Bangladesh. Um, so I think as a group, you've got your or you know your big names firing already, which yeah. I think is going to give us loads of confidence going into it. Um, but yeah, I, I just I guess you just never know because on on World Cup day is literally like it's anyone's game, isn't it? You, it's who I guess deals with the pressure the best on the day. And Crossy, how does it feel to? actually win a game again <laughs> <laughs> literally when we beat Bangladesh we all sat in the dressing room and everyone's kind of getting ready ice bathing doing what they need to do sorting food out I was like girls first win of the year like I think we should yeah. we should have a little moment here we obviously didn't first, sing the theme song no first win of the whole English cricket winter tour yes. men and women yes so good 
good day good yeah good week i'd say feel like everyone got what they yeah. needed out of it i think everyone's now just ready to play cricket properly again and warm-up games are great but you go into them really selfishly knowing what you need yeah. to get out of it and almost re- result is a bit irrelevant um but yeah did it, it just felt like everyone's kind of chomping at the bit to get going on saturday now which is mad because it's two days away i know across it you're playing in a 50 over world cup it's like what dreams are made of yeah so that's all i've got to report really there's not really been anything significant that's happened other than us playing some warm-up games it's a bit boring, really. Yeah, it's a bit boring. I've got nothing either, so should we just end it there? <laughs> well, I was going to ask you um, how Queenstown was, because I know you had a little jaunt to Queenstown. Yes, we did. So went to Queenstown for two days, and we did every activity under the sun. So we did like a speedboat race thing, where you went through, through the... the valleys. Yeah, through the valleys for an hour, and learnt a bit about Queenstown. Don't ask me what, because I wasn't listening to that. Um taking in all the views uh what else did we do we were going to do a bungee jump but i'm too scared of that well you you messaged me saying you were going to climb the mountain that we all climbed and i was like i'll make sure you've eaten your carbs it's like it's quite tough like it's not it's not a nice walk it was a nice walk obviously because of the views but it's quite difficult and you were like oh i don't think we're going to do it and then next minute you're like i can't do this mountain turning back going home too hard crossy when i say i was like I was like a puppy. So I had the zoomies. I was like racing up. So 45 minutes of like just pure incline, isn't it, at the start? Yeah, at the beginning, well hard. So I think next time I do it, I'm going to get the gondola halfway. Okay. Yeah. Um, But then I got to like the bit and there's a mountain on the left and one on the right. And I was like, well, if it's the one on the right, we're nearly there. And Henry was like, if it's the one on the left, I am categorically not doing that. Yeah, And I was like, it's not going to be that one because that is so big. I was like, we're not doing that one. It was the one on the left. Yeah, Ben Lomond. Yeah. Um, and actually, so... I'll give you a little fact. So Ben Lomond is taller than Scarfell Pike, which is the tallest mountain we have in England. And it's actually taller than that. So when our girls did it, they basically climbed higher than you could do in England. Yeah. Um, you turned around... After about three and a half hours? Yeah, so we went, me, Dunks and Lammy went to the saddle, which is like, I don't know why it's called the saddle or what that means, but we went to that bit and then we're like, right, we've had enough now, let's go get some lunch. And everyone else carried on. And we could see them. I can't believe they did it. So the bit on the left where you're like, won't be that bit. When we turned around after like 20 minutes of going downhill, we turned around and we could just see these teeny, 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 tiny little people like walking up this mountain edge cliff. And we're like, that can't be them, but it also has to be them. Yeah. One of your guys was just like, the second bit was so much harder than the first bit. And I was like, I'm glad I turned around. I just ran out of energy. I'd just not eaten enough. I didn't have any water. I literally went in my casuals like... I don't know what I was thinking, but it was horrific. And I'm really sad that I've not done it, but I'll do it next time and I'll be more prepared. But when you do it next time, you won't have done it because you'll have got a gondola halfway up. So technically it's cheating. But technically I did the first bit. So maybe... Oh, so you put two together. You're going to put the two... Yeah. Right, okay, nice. Okay. And then, yeah. and then I'll have done Ben Lomond. Nice, okay. Um, do you have anything on your sticky note? I have indeed. Oh, lovely. This is the first. Are you feeling all right? So, uh, yeah. So I've got four things on my sticky note. Okay, I've only got one. The first thing was the day of checkout from quarantine. 
I rang and said, hello, please can I come for a walk? It's Alex Hartley, room 519. Um, there's no walking today because it's checkout day. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't check out till 6pm. They're like, yeah, you're not allowed to walk today. I was like, oh. I mean, first of all, the fact that you had to ring up to ask permission to go for a walk <laughs> is mad. Um, but yeah, that rule makes no sense. No, so the last day of quarantine was easily, easily the hardest um, because obviously I couldn't leave. But as soon as I left, we dumped our bags and went to the pub. All right, would you rather have to do that whole day again, 6pm checkout, can't walk, or climb the entire Ben Lomond mountain? Climb the mountain. I really want to do it. I was just so (laughs) underprepared. I just... one, One burrito... For the day is just not enough. No, nowhere near enough. Um, yeah, so the second thing I was sticking out is we've had a really, really sad announcement, Crossy. Have we? You had a text message that said, <gasps> word for word, Good news all, we're allowed to give our hats to the umpires. No more broken caps, Cathy. Which means there's no more hat stacking. No hat stacking Women's World Cup will take place this year. Which I'm really sad about because I was so ready to do the hat stacking World Cup. Honestly, so when we played the warm-up games, we obviously like practiced that bit as well because we've not been doing that for two years. And everyone... Practice giving your cap to the umpire. <laughs> well, I gave mine to Jackie yesterday in the warm-up game and she was like, she just stared at me. She didn't take the hat and I was like, you're allowed to take them now, Jackie. And she was like, oh, all right, okay. But she just forgot as well because it's just not been a thing for two years. Um, but I know that Jackie the umpire, I know exactly who you mean. Because in 2016, Catherine Brunt kept bowling no balls in the West Indies. And she turned around and went, Jackie, that is not a no ball. <laughs> Oh. So now, from that, I know who Jackie is. Okay, nice. So, yeah, right, I'm glad you've got that. So, in the first game, we're in the little huddle before we go out to bowl. And Heather's like, don't forget, girls, you know, really good news. You can hand your hats to the umpire. And everyone's like, wait. And I, I had to do, like, a really fake smile. Like, uh, yeah, good hmm. news. Great. I was like, I if anyone wants to give podcast. the hat to me, though, like, I'll, you know, I'll, I will still take your hat. I'll accept your hat. I will still stack them on my... Very large head. Very large bonds, yes. But means you can't break anybody's cats, I suppose. Very true. And Catherine can't fake slap me on the pitch, so. Win win. <laughs> win win. <laughs> uh, third thing on my sticky note Lizelle Lee has had a baby. Yay! And I was 99.9% sure she was not coming to this World Cup. She's not given birth, her partner's given birth. Yeah. Um, but she's only missing the first game. She's here. She's in New Zealand. Crazy. The baby is seven days old today. Crazy. So I we played South Africa in the warm-up game yesterday, and I went up to Mignon, and I said, Mignon, how do I pronounce Lizelle's little boy's name? Because it's obviously like a South African name that is not a name that you'd hear in England. And I thought he was called Weehan. He's called Vihan. Yeah. Vihan. So it's a V, not a W. Vihan. Okay. So, Vihan Lee, welcome to the world. I hope you're as good at cricket as your mum is, because you're going to go far. Yeah. So, congratulations, Lizelle. And why have you come over? Like, just give England a, a bit more of a chance and stay at home. Look after your baby. Oh, could you imagine? It's not a short tournament either, so you know it's like five weeks. That baby's going to be two months old by the time she gets home. That poor child, slash what, well, not a poor child, but... 
will have changed so much in five weeks. They don't do much for the first couple of weeks, though, do they? They're just little blobs that rely on milk, so she's not going to yeah, miss a great I hate deal. newborns because I don't want to touch them because I feel like I'm going to break them. Mm, yeah, they are very fragile, so, aren't they? So if and when I come to have children, if I could give birth to a four-month-old, that would be ideal. Okay. Well, what's the last thing on your sticky note? I think we should talk about it post your sticky note. Okay. I have written down on my sticky note, Wordle. Have you, have you tried Swerdle? I've not tried Swerdle. I have tried Loodle, though, which... What's that one? So, well, for anyone that doesn't know what Wordle is, I was really scared of it because I, I only knew about it through Twitter and I didn't want to play it. I love a, I love a word game, don't get me wrong, but I didn't want to play it because I was too scared that you had to post it on Twitter. Yeah. And I didn't get it. Anyway, I found I out that... I've had to mute Wordle. Well, since then, I found out you don't have to, and people are choosing to post things on Twitter, which is even more of a yeah. question mark for me, really. Anyway, Wordle is a game that renews every 24 hours. I think it's from the New York Times, but basically you go online and you try and guess a five-letter word, but if you get letters in the right place, it, they come up green. If they come up, if you've got letters that are in the word but in the wrong place, they come up yellow. So you've got to try and figure out what the word is, but you only get six guesses. There is, however, another one called Loodle, which is lewd words, and it's run by the Urban Dictionary. So it's basically swear words, rude words, anything that's basically up your street. I'm going to just write that down, because I've been playing um, Swerdle, and that's just swear words, four-letter swear words. And it's the only... I can't do Wordle, Crossy, because I I just don't have the brain capacity for it. Yeah. Whereas four-letter swear words... I bit keep getting them on the second try. Nice, yeah. bit of you. Well, we actually, like, when we get on the bus in the morning to go to training or go to a game, it's, like, Wordle time, so everyone's on their phones playing Wordle now. And then it's, like, if someone gets it, they're trying not to give too many clues away, but then Harry, our digital guy, the other day, was playing with Dino. He doesn't play it, actually. He was just sat next to Dino, and she was playing it. And he just said the word out loud, and we were, like, everyone fell out with him for, like, 45 minutes. Oh, Harry. And he was like, I don't play this game. I don't know what I'm doing. And we're like, yes, but you've also been in social interactions before. Like, you know how to deal with people. Terrible. Terrible Wordle etiquette. That's it. That's all I've got. Um, I'm sticking out. But great game. So are you good at Wordle? I can imagine you're quite good at Wordle. I'm all right at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those that I just give it a go. Like, throw words in if they're wrong, then yeah, I'm willing to take a risk, I guess. Have you got a starting word that you use all the time? Uh, no I don't actually I use a different word every day oh interesting mm. my last thing on my sticky note is Ash Gardner yes Ash Gardner the girl's got Covid I feel oh my god like gosh, she's worked so hard for such a long time and she's got Covid could you imagine like put yourself in her position two days out from your opening game in a World Cup and not only is it that you can't play, she's now stuck in a, a room on her own. I know, I know. I feel so sorry for her. And we knew it was going to happen. You know, Heather Knight came out and said, this is not going to be a COVID-free tournament. It can't be. Yeah. But I was not expecting an Australian to get COVID first. <laughs> yeah. It's been really strange, really, because... Like the, I, I must admit, I thought the rules would tighten up as we got closer to the tournament, but they haven't. So, you you know, you're yeah. still allowed to make judgment calls as to what you think is a safe te- place to go and get a takeaway coffee, you know, not too busy, that kind of thing. 
But generally, I found that as we've started playing, certainly the warm-up games last week in Christchurch, like you don't get back till 8pm, you don't really want to go out to dinner, so you get an Uber Eats in, you eat in your room or eat in the team room. So, like, she must have been so unlucky to have picked COVID up. Yeah. But I was then also thinking if I was the Australian team, I'd be so worried about, like, the close contact element of it now and, yeah, yeah not a nice see, position though, to be in. The England men's, like families all got COVID didn't they and it didn't spread through the players so for Australia's sake hopefully nobody else gets COVID but I must admit for us like we saw we heard it today just before we flew and it was like probably a bit of a reminder for us that it's still here it's still part of the game we've still got to be really strict and sensible and yeah it's probably a bit of a wake-up call yeah it it could still very much affect the group because yeah, you just. I think when you're in a tournament like this, you just don't. You don't want it to be anything that could have been avoidable. No, I just don't let it be you, Crossy. Oh, I'll, I've literally not left my room for like, other than to play cricket. I'm. I don't. I'm, there's no way that I would give myself like the chance of. I'm not, in fact, I'm not even going to say it because then if it happens yeah. and I get quoted as saying it, I'll just look like a right idiot. So I'm not going to. But but she was about to say she's not going to give a chance no, to get no. Herself. <laughs> Mute her, Henry. Mute her. Um, Al, I've got a little surprise for you. Oh, yeah? Moving on. Because it's the eve of the World Cup, you are going into the first game of the tournament tomorrow as a commentator, yes. having played in the 20th... So I don't know if anyone knows this. Al's never spoken about it. She, she's never brought it up on this podcast. But Alex If you're play- new to the podcast. <laughs> Alex played in the 2017 World Cup. She played a big part of it. Player of... The, you're in the team of the tournament, if I remember correctly. I the, yes, I was indeed. Just picked at the final post by Tammy Bowman as player of the series. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. tournament, not series. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. No, All right, did well, great. Get player of the series, whatever it was, I can't remember. Well, my um, thinking was because you bang on about it so much. And you've got so much to say about the 2017 World Cup. I have prepared you a little quiz to see how much you actually paid attention in that World Cup. Okay, I like it. Okay. okay. So, guys, England won the World Cup in 2017. And Crossy is about to go and defend that title and defend that trophy. And if they don't, just steal it and bring it back anyway. Because I want to be able to say I'm still a World Cup winner. <laughs> Yeah, well, you'll always be a World Cup winner. That's the beauty of it. It doesn't matter who wins this one. doesn't mean yeah, your medal becomes null and void. So you've got a quiz for me. Got a quiz. It's 12 questions long. There's a few bonus questions. Um, but yeah, are you ready to play? No, I don't think I am. <laughs> How many questions out of 12 do you think you're going to get right? Um, now, you know me. I think I will get two or three. Oh, and I think that's generous. Okay. Okay. Question number one in the 2017 Alex quiz. What date was the first game that England played? Date. Date. (laughs) What? It was at Derby against India. We lost. It was the 28th of June. That's not far off, you know, but that's wrong. It's the 24th of June. Oh, I knew that's my brother's birthday. <laughs> oh, Ali. <laughs> Didn't he that. go and watch as well with all his mates? 
It was his 21st birthday and he brought all his mates to come and watch so he could have a few beers. Oh, stinker. <laughs> wow, that went well. Okay, question number two. What were your figures in that game? God, no. Um, one for 40. Nope. nope. <laughs> None for 38 off seven. Oh, that was a bad day. England actually um, only had India three down in that match. Oh, and I, yeah, I didn't get one of them. No. That's a bad day for me. I had a, yeah, Ooh, wasn't many games I was wicketless. Should remember that. Question number three. What were the five grounds used for the World Cup? Bristol, Derby, yeah. Leicester, yeah. Taunton and yeah. Lords. Correct. Well done. One point. Yes. Just one. What was the prize money for the winners? <laughs> Individually? Nope. As a team. <laughs> uh, let me just do some maps. Quick maps. Thousand you better not be Googling this. No, I'm Googling the... I think it was 750 grand. It was six hundred and sixty thousand US dollars. Okay, so it wasn't as much as I thought. Yeah, so I don't know where you're collecting all your money from, but No, I remember getting my money and being really annoyed that the tax man like double tax dicks it came from abroad. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Right, Al yeah. we're nearly halfway through and you've got one question right so far. Oh wait, Crossy, the prize money has been doubled for this World Cup, shall we? I know, ask? I saw that. I saw it. So do you remember what I did for you? Gave you some money. <laughs> did he give me money? I mean, no, the team did, didn't we, technically? Yeah. But now I'm not part of the team, so that's yeah, not Yeah, I was going to say, a bit of a difference, because the team gave the girls who played in the in the championship leading up to the qualification of the World Cup, they gave the money to those people, not to you, who's not played since. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine, Amy Batewell, like... here's some money. Here you go. <laughs> Anyone who ever's ever played in the past here on Fiverr. Right, question number five. In round four, you played against South Africa. Who did you get out? I didn't. I didn't get a wicket. You did? Are you all right? Did I? Yep. I don't think I got a wicket against South Africa. The semi-final, I didn't get a wicket. Oh, okay. So I got Mignon out. Nope. You got Sune Lose out. Oh, did I? Yep. I'm going to ask you how you got her out, but I'm guessing you don't know that either. LBW. No, caught by Nat Siver. <laughs> I caught mid-wicket then. Question six. Who was your final group stage game against? Oh, no idea. Uh, <laughs> Australia. West Indies. Brilliant. <laughs> Who did you get did out in that game? game? I got Hayley Matthews. Yep. I got... I don't know. I just remember Matthews because she reviewed it on DRS and it was here in the middle of middle. <laughs> um, maybe I only got one for. Correct. Got... You only got oh. Hayley Matthews out. Well done. Yes. One point. Right. You played against South Africa in the semi-final. Yeah. Who won the toss and who elected to do what? <laughs> Heather won the toss and bowled. South Africa won the toss and batted. 
what time did the final start? Oh, it was really weird time. It wasn't 11 o'clock or half 10. I think it was like 10.40. Yeah, it was 10.30. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who top scored for England in the final? Jenny Gunn. (laughs) (laughs) Nat. Oh, she got 49. She got 51 out. Oh, this is so much worse than I thought it was going to be. Do you, know, do you know why I thought it was Jenny Gunn? Because she had a nice little cameo at the back end to like get us up to 200. No, I think she's got like wrong. 20. What were your figures in the final? Two for 58. Off how many? 10. Correct. And who did you get out? I don't know. I got Harmon Freak core out. Yeah. And then I bowled someone around the legs and I still to this day don't know who it was. I think it was the wicketkeeper. It was. Shushma Verma, yes, I'll give you that because yes. I feel very sorry for you. Right, you're going to have a point for that. So, out of a possible, God knows how many, you got three. <laughs> <laughs> right, now is my chance to explain why. Going into that World Cup, I'd never, I'd played cricket for England, obviously, and I was very new to the team. And I was so, I like to say naive, you like to say oblivious. (laughs) (laughs) As to the occasion, what was going on. And I just like literally put on my spikes and went out to bowl. And that was it. Took them off and had an Uber Eats. And like, that was my day. Every single day of that World Cup. (laughs) Yeah. And it seems to be in between the time of you putting your spikes on and taking them off, you had your eyes shut. (laughs) I don't think I dropped a catch in that World Cup that wasn't off my own bowling. I dropped a few off my own bowling. I remember wow. dropping, I think, Haynes, and then she went on to get some runs, and that wasn't good. But, yeah, um, shambolic. So I don't have a good memory, which is why when I'm now commentating, I have to write every single detail down. Yeah. It also goes to show, as I listening back to Nat and Catherine's episode the other day, like... You two will like take it all in, make sure you're present at every moment, and then you don't remember a thing. <laughs> I honestly thought you'd be like, Who umpired the final? I'd been like, I couldn't tell you. I thought they were quite tough questions, but relatively, like, you should have known the answer to a lot of them. There'll be people out there that know the answers to my questions that you've just done. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's I it, that's can't wait to, in four years' time, redo that quiz with you. We will not be doing this podcast in four years' time. <laughs> I mean, we forgot about it this week, so... <laughs> We're already struggling for guests. Yeah. Um, shall we head upstairs for a very quick one with an umpire? Yeah, I think we should. I know who I want to go upstairs with this week, because I saw him in a lift the other day. Alex Wolf. Who? Do you know what? Would, <laughs> wouldn't mind going upstairs <laughs> with Alex Wolf. <laughs> right, I'm go. keen for that. Let's go upstairs with Alex Wall. Greetings, I'm a 16-year-old bread knife washer with a toaster permanently on the kitchen counter. I'm writing this on the day that the fixtures for the England Women's Summer are being released and thrilled to see that the team will be playing an ODI at Lords. So my question is, does playing at Lords have a different feeling to other grounds? And if so, can you put that feeling into words? Yes, it does. Have you ever played at Lords? 
Yes, I've played a game for the MCC there in the when we played the rest of the world. I watched that game as if I was drinking beer. I'm surprised you remember. <laughs> I remember it more than my own career. <laughs> it does have a different feel, doesn't it? It does, and I think anyone that plays cricket around the world, like men or women, will always say Lords has got a different feel to it because it's just it's so prestigious, isn't it? And it's got so much history, and I think there's an element of I'm that gonna, to it. Yeah, I'm going to say something now that I might regret. Okay. I didn't enjoy playing at Lords. For what reason? On the training day, you're not allowed to drag your bag across the field. You've got to go all the way around. They lock all the doors so you can't get out. So I'm like locked in the pavilion going, excuse me, which door can I get out? Like, well, you can't wait your spikes through here. I'm like, but I'm walking through here tomorrow to get onto the pitch. Can't wait your spikes in there. Can't get your bag out the front door. It's locked. And you've got to drag it downstairs, but you can't drag it. You've got to carry it. And it is the most stressful 10 minutes. And it really, like, if I never played at Lords again, I wouldn't be disappointed. But that that I think that's kind of part and parcel with Lords because of like that's yeah. the history, that's like the long room and you can't be not disrespectful, but it's all like yeah. sacred, isn't it? And that's the yeah. specialness of playing there. But the one thing that everyone does talk about is the food. Yes, the food. Amazing, isn't it? Mm. I say I wouldn't be disappointed, that's a lie, because the first thing I did when I signed for my 100 team was to see if they were playing at Lords or not. <laughs> <laughs> I also think if you played at Lords more frequently, you'd know all those little like nuances, so you'd know where you could get out of the pavilion or not. So I feel like, because we don't play there enough, maybe it's all very new to us when we do play there. It's all, it's all just very stressful. But the slope, do you think, did the slope affect you? Uh, not when I bowled, actually. No, I tried to just bowl as if I would normally bowl and then was getting it to kind of... I think I actually got Elise Perry out with a knit backer up the slope. So it should have gone down oh. the slope and it knit back up the slope and LB. So, yeah. Um, I also have a couple of LBWs for you, speaking of. As listening to the podcast has made me think about all the little bit weird things that I do in my life. When I'm adjusting volume on a device, the volume must be a multiple of five. This causes problems when the scale goes up to ten, such as my phone, meaning that your podcast is either very loud or somewhat quiet. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm i an even number girl, yeah. but I don't like the number 18, so I put it on the number 17. Oh. Yeah. Why don't you like the um, number 18? I think my ex-partner that we were together for years and years and years, his squad number was 17, so we always used to just put the telly on 17, so now I just put stuff on 17. Just have it, wow. Yeah, just okay. have it. Also, when I'm traversing a staircase... What does that mean? Tackling a staircase? Yeah, when you're tackling a staircase, okay. I have to skip at least one step. It doesn't matter which step, but I have to skip one. However, this is only the case when going up and not down. Okay, yeah. A lot of people do that, don't they? But just one, that's random. That is random. Have you ever tried to go downstairs without touching any of the stairs? So, like, you put your your hands on the banister each side and fling yourself down. Well, it depends how long the stairs are, I'm guessing. I used to do it all the time. Like, Spider-Man, watch this, and jump downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, keep up the great work, love the podcast. It brings joy to a rainy day. Many thanks, Jay. But this person is not 16. No. Brings joy to a rainy day. How lovely. Hi, both. 
I have been re-listening to your old podcast in order because I'm not a psychopath. And it got me thinking, who has been your favourite guest on the podcast so far and who would be your dream guest for the podcast? Keep up the good work on and off the pitch, Ben. P.S. No pressure, Crossy, but I'm using the day England got knocked out or more likely win the World Cup as a deadline for the first draft of my uni dissertation. P.P.S. If you're reading this in six months, I'm sure the dissertation went fine. <laughs> well, first of all, I feel the pain about the dissertation because I've got to start thinking about writing mine soon and I'm starting to panic. So good luck with that. Best guess we've had is an impossible question because I put on my story the other day that the Siver Bruns were up there as like my favourite guest and every... well six guests that we've had on this podcast messaged me <laughs> saying brilliant and I got really brilliant, I got really bad so I had to change it and put top three yeah nice um because we have had some amazing guests we had hen obviously telling their story yeah, that was we special. had shooter Megan Shook giving us an exclusive that they were playing India in a test match yeah we had Glenn Maxwell like before this podcast was big we had Glenn on yeah Honestly, we've had amazing people on. We've had producer Henry Moran on as a guest. <laughs> we had Simon Katic. That was a random one. Oh, my God. Carlos, Carlos was amazing. Ah, oh, we've had some unbelievable guests. It's impossible to favorite. pick. It's impossible because every, every time we come off, we're like, they were amazing. They were brilliant. How are we going to top that? And then someone else comes on and they tell their story and it's brilliant and amazing. Have you ever had a guest where you've gone? Oh, is that going to be all right? I actually, uh, yeah, well, I had, um, I prepared a quiz for a guest just recently about a World Cup that they were involved in and they didn't know any of the answers and it was all a bit awkward. (laughs) I never thought I'd be a guest on my own podcast. I don't think you were. I don't think I can consider you as a guest. You were that bad. Oh, that's bad. Never mind. Dear Alex and Kate, in a recent show, Alex said how she felt about losing her England place. I thought this was one of the saddest things that I had heard for quite some time. (laughs) Particularly from her commentaries, she comes across as a very enthusiastic person. (laughs) My question is, given her past England travails, what would Alex say if she was offered an England recall? Good luck to you both in New Zealand. Best wishes, Richard. Um, Richard, we shouldn't laugh at that because it is really sad. Um, she says while she's laughing Richard if you'd have asked me that question a year ago I'd have said absolutely not categorically no Um, if England have a Covid crisis in this World Cup and they really desperately need a left arm spinner I will say yes and I do say never say never Um, and I've said it on a different podcast I've said it in an interview I would like to play cricket for England again but I genuinely don't think I'm quite good enough or good enough anymore. Very fair answer. Slash, who's going to be better than Sophie Eccleston? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. They, like Ash Gardner is the perfect example of you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, very, very true. Should we do some LBWs? I've got one here, and it's titled Big Head Club. Okay, okay I'm interested in this one. <laughs> okay. I know this is going to be about... Did- Dear Kate and Alex, I am very glad to hear that Kate is a member of the Massive Bonts Club. (laughs) My head is just over 62 centimetres and it can can make life quite tricky. 
My cricket team at school got adjustable caps that only went up to 61 centimetres. <laughs> so I had to strap the tapes together at the back. Similary, similary, similary. <laughs> Say the word for me. <laughs> I don't know what the word is now. You've said it wrong so many times. <laughs> similarly. Sim- si- similary. <laughs> similarly. 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 <laughs> I now have to make my own scrub hats to wear in the operating theatres at work because my head is too big to tie a knot properly in the disposable ones that we get. But they do say that people with big heads have more brain packed in there. Sorry, Alex. People <laughs> the good work. Freddie. Wow. Freddie must be like a nurse or a surgeon or a doctor or something if they're wearing scrubs. That's well cool. Yeah. And they make their own scrub hats in the operating theatre because their head doesn't fit. Their heads fit. are too big. I mean, it is obviously very true. If I'm doing Wordle and you're doing Swordle, I've obviously got more brains than you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had to refresh the old swear words, so I googled them the other day. Hi, Kate and Alex. Firstly, commiserations crossy on the outcome of the washes, but good luck for the World Cup coming up. I feel like we're on top of our emails at the minute. Something I've only found out recently is that my mum stirs her tea in an anti-clockwise direction, whereas I've always stirred it clockwise, which is the correct way. It's odd that people stir their tea in different directions. Also, I count to 30 as I stir my tea, so I know the milk, sugar and boiled tea bag water have had plenty of time to get to know each other. Is there an appropriate amount of time to stir your tea before drinking it? Keep up the great work you're doing. The podcast is certainly a highlight of my week. All the best, Lee. I have never thought about stirring coffee or tea until right now, and I stir it clockwise. I go clockwise too. Anti-clockwise is weird. Anti-clockwise is really weird. I do three bag squeezes, and that's enough for me. Okay. So, like, I don't don't drink tea, were you going to say? Yeah, I don't. You just said I stir my tea clockwise. (laughs) Yeah, for podcast purposes, I make our coffee. I stir my coffee clockwise. Okay, yeah. No, you don't drink tea, do you? No, um, tea is just warm brown water with milk in. That is an accurate description of what tea is. Well done. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, a bit weird though. Very weird. How many times? How? What do you count to while you're yeah. spinning your tea? Well, that's what I was. That why I did my squeezes because I do three squeezes against the cup. Let it get water in it again, squeeze it against the cup, let it get water in again. Three of those, and then that's it for me. Put a bit of milk in, done. done. Slam a Tim yeah. Tam in it. Strange. How good. How good. How good. Hi, Alex, Kate, and H. <laughs> okay, just in case. <laughs> I've been wanting to email in for a long time, but since I've been listening to the back catalogue, I didn't feel like I had the right until I was finally caught up. Today is that day. Long time listener, first time emailer. Yes. When I first started listening, I struggled to think of my own little bit weird, almost to the point I thought I was so boring that I didn't have one. That was until I started living with my partner. Oh, this is like- good. Yes, we both like to crack our knuckles and get immense satisfaction from doing it. Not that weird. I know a lot of people that do the same. Where I think it goes into an LBW territory is when we crack each other's knuckles back and even toes, it's sometimes so bad that instead of a hello or honey, I'm home, 
my partner will just ask me straight away to crack her back seconds as I walk through the door. <laughs> right, I found I found all of this a bit weird until the cracking the back thing because you can't crack your own back sometimes. And you've yeah, you in the she, past have to ask people to crack your back. Yeah. She will sometimes even just start pulling at my toes while I'm horizontal in the couch and hope to see some of them go crack. That's weird. I'm pretty sure this is weird, but it's become part of our routine and I'm firmly here for it. Okay. Do you um, know what? We can't yeah, judge anyone's relationships, really. Like, no one... If cracking each other's toes is the thing that you like doing, go, go for it. Keep up the amazing work. You make my morning bike rides into work very enjoyable in the dark winter mornings. Lots of love. Go well. Eddie. Cracking knuckles, I do. Like, I do it. Like, I do it all the time. Cracking someone else's knuckles, not so sure how I feel about that. But also, I don't like people who crack their necks. Really puts me off. Crack what necks? Yeah, I don't like that. But then I get jealous because the pressure must, the relief must be amazing. I always just think, like, what if you get paralysed? It's not worth it. Yeah. um, Exhibit A of Crossy Catastrophizing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you keep freezing so I think on that note we should say goodbye good luck in the opening game of England's World Cup campaign thank you good luck to you tomorrow um, commentating on the first game of the actual World Cup thank you I am well and truly firmly knee deep in England's camp so come on girls <laughs> Nice, love that. Unbiased bias. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't forget to no ballers on. <laughs> Do you know what? I saw the no the no context post today, and I was like, I don't get it. When did I say that? Like, who said if you want to no ballers? And I didn't get it. But yeah, if you want to no ballers, email us on. If you want to e- <laughs> no balls podcast at bbc.co.uk. No balls podcast at bbc.co.uk. It's so good. It's so good. They've said, They've it, said twice. it twice. We hope you're all alright. See you soon. Bye. And cross strikes in the first over. It's what England were looking for. Partly balls down the track comes scoring this time. Chicken connects. It's either six or out. It's six. Have you just missed that amazing goal on five laps? Oh, what a goal! It's stuff that dreams are made of! Download the BBC Sounds app and you'll never miss another moment. You can go back to the start of any live show or match. Pause the commentary mid-action and even rewind to hear it again and again. Oh, oh, what a goal! Play, pause and rewind. Live radio that you control. Listen on BBC Sounds. Similarly. Similarly. <laughs> <laughs>